was imagine wrapping space and time. Warping. Wrapping. What? Wrapping. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, space. wait, that's not. Gotta wrap bad. space. We're wrapping a battle against the black hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone and welcome back again to Curiosity Syndrome with Jen and Lisa. Lisa, Jen and Lisa. That's our show, bitch. That's our show. <laughs> welcome to our show. Come check us out and subscribe. Yeah. Speaking of subscribing, we now have our website up with Anchor, yeah. uh, where you can donate if you want and help your girls out. Some yeah, help us out. If Just our a little bit, so if can... our two episodes that we've done, you know, our last one and this one sound a little different, we're updating our pod lab. As I'm, I'm our pod it. lab is that what this it's is called? Our pod lab, the lab, <laughs> the <laughs> curiosity lab. Ooh, we gotta get some little beakers and stuff. I know. But That'd if you want to cool. donate and help your girls out. You know, you can do that on our Anchor website. You just got to go right to the web page, <laughs> anchor.fm slash curiosity syndrome, mm-hmm. and then just give a little give something, a little, something. Dollar, five dollars. We don't care. Whatever. Yeah, I know. I'll take a dollar. I'll take a dollar for a dollar. 50 cents for both. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, <my> God. <laughs> you know, if you want to, you know, if you love us. Also, mm-hmm. if you could uh, go give us some five-star ratings on some of these platforms. Hell yeah. Since you love us so much. I usually use the Apple <laughs> podcast. Apple? Yeah. yeah, I use spotify however i do listen to our episodes on every single one of them yeah right <laughs> right trying to get sure. them plays up girl you know and we are on google podcast i don't know if anybody uses that but we are on that now yeah and amazon music i do like amazon music i, I do, do too that, so. i feel like one of them uploads slower maybe it's google it's google I'm i think say. it's i think it's fine now but i think when it, we when I first linked them up, it took a minute, but I think Google it's fine like, now. Nah, bitch, get out of here. Google's like, we got to fact check this. Mm-hmm. But We're real. On, I was going to say on Google, our Chernobyl episode yes. is pretty big on Google, so that's pretty cool. So just, you know, keep Googling Chernobyl, and then we're right there. <laughs> we're right there. It put us, what, there was the Chernobyl show From the HBO, podcast. and then it was us. <laughs> then it was us. I was like, oh, I screenshot that so oh, fast. Oh, yeah, bro. Hell yeah. Like, oh, so. my God. Such yeah. an accomplishment, guys. I know. Thanks. <laughs> but we appreciate you guys. And, you know, if you'd like to show us some love, you can do that. Also, still open to getting some suggestions for cases from you guys yeah, to we're cover. Waiting. Has anybody said anything? No, just Amanda. She texts me stuff here and there. One yeah. of her suggestions was the Bermuda Triangle. And I was like, oh, girl, Allie, that's coming. Allie said we need to do Satanic Panic. And I was like, that's funny because Lisa mentioned that in the See? Salem episode. Allie and I knows. was like, oh, shit. Yeah. That means we can cover the West Mem- Memphis Three, which is oh. Fucked up okay. case. Okay, well, maybe we gotta put that in there, so. Yeah. Mm. That, okay, I'm down with that. Thanks for that suggestion, Allie. So, <laughs> yeah. see, we'll take your suggestions and run with them. Hell yeah, and that'll make us curious, so then yeah. we go down the rabbit hole for you. So you don't even have to do research. You just listen yeah. to our soothing voices. Our soothing voices! <laughs> and that was the demon from under your bed. Our soothing voices. That was a little less scary. <laughs> our soothing voices. There you go. You gotta go soothing. like monotone. Our soothing voices. <laughs> I'm just gonna do keep you going. Like my soothing voice. Our soothing voices. I'm gonna do every voice I can. <laughs> okay, Gollum. Thanks. So this is Jen's topic this week. Yeah. Jen, what made you so curious about black holes? You mm-hmm. say black holes. I I don't know. I think it's just because we don't really know 
we don't we don't know like we really don't know much about them i mean we know we've learned some over the years but it's you know a, a big giant black hole <laughs> black <laughs> sphere technically we'll get into Ooh, that sphere. in space and you you can't escape it oh well, yeah. i don't like that i don't want to go into a hole and never get no. out no <laughs> oh god i mean depending on the hole <laughs> If it's Scarlett Johansson's hole, I might say okay with being stuck. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway. Oh, Lord. But I didn't know anything about black holes, really. really? Have you ever, like, thought about, like, because you know, like, a lot of modern stuff's like, oh, let's go into the hole. Let's fall I was going to say, there's a lot in pop culture, which we'll cover later, yeah. that mentions it. So, I mean, I've never really deep dived on the subject. Right. And so. <sighs> I think out of all the episodes, this is the one I learned the most about. And it's very interesting, that's for it's, sure. It's nuts. Like, <laughs> it's fucking crazy, like, what these things are and, like, what they can do in it. Like, I I don't know. It's just so interesting to me. So I have to say I'm pretty excited because I did not read through your parts at all. I okay. barely even got mine written. Mm-hmm. So uh, I still basically have no idea what's happening besides oh. what I have. So I'm excited. All right. Well, I tried to get as much science part and try to like get it down that was more understandable than just like blah, blah, blah. science magnetism, <laughs> like you know all this other weird <laughs> shit. But so the quick Wikipedia definition of a black hole is a region of space time where gravity is so strong that nothing, no particles or even electromagnetic radiation such as light, can escape from it. Mm-hmm. And that's from you know. Wiki, the wiki, wiki, Wikipedia. NASA says a black hole is anything but empty space. Rather, it is a great amount of matter packed into a very small area. Think of a star 10 times more massive than the sun squeezed into a sphere the size of New York City. So you're basically taking all this mass into that. That's just chilling somewhere up in space. There's hundreds of thousands of them. Millions. I guess I'm never going to space. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> black holes are the most powerful phenomena in the entire universe. Mm. Like, out of everything. But even more powerful than Skinwalker Ranch. I mean, yes. come on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yep, for sure. Um, so where do black holes come from? There are billions of stars in existence, many of them much larger than our sun. When these massive stars burn out or die, they leave behind a smaller, dense core. That core becomes unstable, and the force of gravity overwhelms everything else, and it basically implodes in on itself and forms a black hole. So it, like, goes, it sucks itself in and blows up, like implodes? It implodes. It doesn't explode. Okay. It implodes in on itself. Okay. All right. And then it's just gravity pulling into this black hole black sphere. so a giant space butthole that sucks things yes in. basically <laughs> i want to stop with the yeah. buttholes everybody yeah. despite despite what a lot of movies and drawings and whatever say it's not just some 2d hole in the middle of the space there are multiple parts to it the three parts i'll go over today are the singularity the event horizon and the photon sphere isn't the event horizon a movie i think so yeah oh. Based on a black hole, yeah. So, Mm. The singularity is where matter has collapsed in on itself at the very center. Everything that falls into the hole ends up there. That's like the power of the black hole. The event horizon is what we see in movies and TV. That's the big black sphere surrounding the singularity. Once anything crosses the event horizon, like the edge of the sphere, there's no going back. Like, you can't escape. Like, that's it. It's in there? You're just fucking in. Yeah, well, yeah. (sighs) Okay, I'm stressed out. (laughs) Then then there's the photon sphere, which is how we can even see a black hole. 
those are what make that bright ring around it. And the gravity is so strong that that's what makes the photons look like they're bending. Think like, did you ever watch Interstellar? No. We're doing a black hole movie. You never watched Interstellar? Black hole movie? I mean, black hole podcast. Oh, we're making a movie, girl. Oh, we can. Okay. Oh, yeah. Inter- we'll talk about that a little bit later. Okay. But if you've ever seen Inter- Interstellar, that's what a black hole looks like. Okay. And the name black hole comes from John Wheeler, an American physicist from Princeton, when he was one of the first people to recognize their importance. But our boy Einstein would had his theories 50 years beforehand. And I think this is where... Did you learn something about Einstein? Like I did, that? and oh. I'm glad that I got to go into Einstein's theory because I know who he is. Yeah. So. <laughs> that Einstein guy? And do you know? Do you even know Einstein? Like, yeah. <laughs> Albert Einstein, all the way back in 1950, predicted the existence of black holes through his theory of general relativity. All the way back in 1915, dude. 1915. 1915. It's a long-ass time ago. A long-ass fucking time ago. It's over 100 years. Well, oh, no. I don't know how to math, so <laughs> I didn't think of that. That's a yeah. long time. He said that time and space formed a four-dimensional fabric, also known as the space-time continuum. And I'm sure everybody's heard of that phrase. Space, the time continuum. The space-time continuum. <laughs> he had the idea that the faster you move through space, the slower you move through time, a.k.a. time dilation. And this is where I jumped up because I'm reading a book right now called Project Hail Mary, and it's been amazing, and there's a quote in here. Um, I won't spoil the book for you, but there's here's a quick quote, which made me think of this. I have no idea how much time it took, or rather, I have no idea how much time I experienced. When you get going near the speed of light, you experience time dilation. More time will have gone by on Earth than I have experienced since I left Earth. Relativity is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I dig it. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, we were just, this is what this is. Right, yeah. yeah. So this is generally what happens Around a black hole, time dilation. Time dilation. That's those little <laughs> photon gravities for uh, things. Yeah, I don't know. Science. <laughs> Science. Due to the strong gravitational field that they emit, the closer you get to that field, time slows down. Hmm. On February 11th in 2016, two teams of scientists announced their first observation of gravitational waves, which is a phenomenon in a theory of general relativity. Albert predicted a century earlier, LIGO Observatory and Virgo collaborations caught ripples in space slash time itself. In the wake of two black holes that collided and merged more than a billion light years away. I wonder what what happens. Like, do they know what happened or? I have no idea. I tried to look more into this and I was like, what? How can they see stuff that far? Telescopes, bro. I don't. I don't how do how do they work? Like I don't. I don't know. Oh, well, they that, episode um, on telescopes. Well, we need to get one. Number one. Maybe yeah. we'll have that as a decoration for the pod lab, but also useful. I don't, you know how, like in the movies, the telescopes they use are like the size of buildings. Like, yeah, yeah. that's what we need. A giant observatory, like Just, the one that. <laughs> yeah, the one that like moves. Yeah. When I was doing this part, I couldn't help but think of the Bermuda Triangle because a lot of people who have came out said like they felt like time was warped mm-hmm. what if there is a black hole up in there somewhere i don't know hmm, interesting so i got a fun fact for you mm. i know our last episode on this the skinwalker ranch i talked about the show mm-hmm. and the show secrets of skinwalker ranch they um they played with the idea that it could be black holes or portals on the ranch so they did some hmm. tests off of einstein's theory with some crazy high-powered lasers and basically they just wanted to see if 
the light would bend, which would mm-hmm. be like, you know, but right. it didn't. Nothing, oh. nothing came from it, sadly. But oh. I thought you would think that was interesting. Yeah. It's weird how, like, all of our episodes, like, link together. It's so it's weird. creepy. I'm like, okay. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm going to try and get through this next part a little quickly because there's a lot of scientists and a lot of shit happening that I absolutely do not understand. And we're going to talk about the golden age of relativity. So a few months after Einstein's theory, German physicist Karl Schwarzschild found a solution to Einstein's field equation. Don't know what that is. So that's that's just what it is. So we're going to believe it. <laughs> Listen, if you don't know, I know even um, less. <laughs> yeah. So this led to what's called the Schwarzschild radius, which is the radius of the event horizon surrounding a non-rotating black hole singularity. Because some black holes rotate and some don't. That's pretty cool. But okay. In 1931, astrophysicist Subramanian Chandrasekhar calculated the maximum mass of a white dwarf star, a star that resists collapsing in on itself. This is known today as the Chandrasekhar limit, and he was only 19 years old. Damn. 19. Did you know at 19 years old, T-Pain uh, rhymed West Canson? Oh, my God. With... Okay. Okay, I Jesus. forgot what I was oh, going with that. Just oh take God. that out. Yeah, only 19. Basically, any star that is up to that limit when it impl- like it dies, it will not become a black hole because it's not the right size. Hmm. Above that limit brings us to the Tolman-Oppenheimer-Volkoff limit. In the simplest of terms, Robert Oppenheimer and others found that this limit meant that a star was more likely to collapse in on itself and become a black hole. Hmm. So here's a fun fact. Have you ever heard of the name Robert Oppenheimer? Uh, no. Nothing? No. He's the one who designed the atomic bomb. He oh. ran the Manhattan Project. Oh. The nuclear bomb? Yeah. Nuclear. Nuclear. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, that was him. Thanks wow. for that. Hmm. Thanks for nuclear weapons, yeah. Robert Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. But also mm-hmm. thank you for black holes. <laughs> yeah. I, yep. Thanks. Weird. For, um, yeah. How, what a smart, I mean, <laughs> obviously, you know, nuclear weapons aren't like great, but like what a smart fucking dude. Dude, seriously. Oh my God. I have nothing under my belt and this guy's got that and that. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> And now we're going to go to what's considered the actual golden age. Fast forward to 1958, David Finkelstein discovered the Schwarzschild radius was the event horizon. That wasn't the term used back in 1915. You know, during Einstein, they didn't know what it was called. They didn't even know black holes were really real. It was just all theoretical. In 1963, mathematician Roy Kerr found the precise solution for a rotating black hole. Jocelyn Bell Burnell was an astrophysicist who discovered pulsars in 1967, which are highly magnetized neutron stars. And this was extremely important, like black holes. Pulsars were only theoretical, and now they proved they were real. Mm. So now they're like, well, maybe black holes are real. Mm. And by the late 1960s, there were a ton of scientists getting in on black hole theories, including the man himself, Stephen Hawking. Fucking Stephen Hawking. I know that name. Oh, so you know him. <laughs> I sure do. These scientific endeavors ultimately led to the formation of black hole thermodynamics, including the radiation that is emitting from a black hole, which was named Hawking radiation, after mm. a theoretical argument Stephen Hawking had in 1974. What a smart man. I know. Isn't that so crazy to, like, have somebody think, like, this could exist, and then you find out, oh, yeah, it really does. It does. And you know how many people are probably like, okay, whatever, I, you're just Do you crazy. know what might exist? Me winning the lottery. Yeah. Well, let's just no. put that out there. <laughs> let's just you put that, that out universe? there. Black holes, give us the money. <laughs> Black holes, where are you at? Hook me up. <laughs> Come through. Yep. <laughs> let's talk about the different types of black holes. Mm-hmm. There's three. The one I want to talk about right now is called Stellar. Mm-hmm. It's the smallest of the three, 
There is also another type called miniature black holes, but those are more theoretical at the moment. Right. Those are the ones that, like, Hawking, Stephen Hawking's like, they could be appearing on Earth. And right. Just random, like, there's one in here right now. There probably is. Pod lab? Bermuda Triangle. Black hole, are you here? <laughs> black hole? Hello? <laughs> you got my money? Yeah. yeah. Wait, did you, did you bring us the lottery winnings? Thanks. Please, thanks. <laughs> this type forms when a massive star reaches the end of its life and implodes, collapsing in on itself. If the star that implodes is between 8 to 20 times the mass of the sun, it won't form a black hole. Mm-hmm. But instead, it will rebound off its core, causing it to erupt as a supernova. Supernova. Wasn't there Would a movie? be my supernova girl? Wasn't there a movie, something where they're like, oh, supernova? Oh. Yes. We're going to get to that later. It's one of the okay. ones on the list. Sorry, I'm just going off topic there for a second. All I could think about was Xenon Girl, the 21st century. Or... Yeah. Or uh, the old song from, what's their names? Oasis. Right. <laughs> if the star is greater than 20 times the mass of the sun, its core is not strong enough to stop implosion. Mm-hmm. And there is nothing that can prevent the star this size from collapsing into a black hole. Depending on the size of the star upon implosion, mm-hmm. the resulting stellar black hood can reach up to about 100 more times the mass of the sun. Jesus. Yeah, this whole thing is, I'm like, please don't ever, How like, do you think that looks? I don't know. I kind of want to know, but then again, yeah. mm, I'm like, mm, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> the next type would be intermediate. This type is the middle child of the three types. <laughs> the middle child. <laughs> It is not too big or too small, like Goldilocks says. It's just right. Oh, God. <laughs> but like seeing me with makeup on these days, uh, they're rare. Oh, God. <laughs> There's not many days of that. Oh, okay, so. okay. These holes are thought to form when multiple stellar black holes merge into one another. This frequently happens in a crowded area of the galaxy. A crowded area in the galaxy. That sounds insane. Huh. Okay. <laughs> so vast, but I is guess that it's all I didn't even know crowded. that was possible. But... Yeah. All right. When the stellar black holes are merging, this process is a little slow, but they eventually just pass that first awkward, you know, meet cute stage and zip right around each other faster and faster until they finally become one. One, two, become one. Spice Girls. (laughs) After a few of these mergers happen, researchers think that these mid-sized black holes can potentially grow from 100 to around 1 million solar masses. Damn. What the fuck that means, I don't know. That's like... A hundred million times larger than the sun? Oh. I don't... That's what I would assume. It says solar and solar sun. That's... That's... That's scary. cray. That's... That's, that's crazy, girl. That's crazy, girl. <laughs> TikTok sound. Oh, okay. Anyways. Yeah. The third and last one is called supermassive. Supermassive. These black holes grow larger and larger through merging. One theory about this type is that they can grow so large through a runaway train reaction of colliding stars and black holes. Hmm. The seed of these supermassives continually gobbles up more and more material, getting so massive that it sinks towards the center of the galaxy. Mm -hmm. In this journey, the black hole could join up with more stellar and intermediate black holes growing into a massive size. Mm. At some point, it will make its way to the galaxy's core and continue to gorge on whatever material comes its way. Over billions of years, this process might enable a black hole to grow to a million times the mass of the sun. Mm. I think when I was doing this research, I saw that the supermassives are what are at the center of a lot of galaxies. I read another one that if our sun somehow, man, it's not big enough, but if it mm-hmm. became a black hole, like it wouldn't like affect us. It doesn't like suck you in. Like you have to cross the event horizon or whatever. Oh, okay. But I mean, we would just freeze to death. 
cause there'd be oh, no I sun. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> there'd be no sun. <laughs> I don't so we would just freeze. Thing. I don't want to be sucked into the butthole space or <laughs> to freeze. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Let's talk about some famous black holes. So we first have, I think this is pronounced Cygnus X-1. Cygnus X-1 is class. I don't, I think it's X-1 and not X-1. I don't know. Oh, okay. All right. We're going to say X-1. I think that sounds cool. Sounds, yeah. Is classified as a stellar mass black hole located 7,200 light years away from Earth in the Milky Way galaxy. And in 1974, Stephen Hawking and Kip Thorne, another astrophysicist, made a bet on whether Cygnus X-1 was really a black hole since its discovery in 1964. Stephen Hawking bet that it wasn't a black hole, and Kip Thorne bet that it was, but the wager wouldn't be completed until they both were 100% convinced. Hmm. And in 1990, Stephen Hawking was like, yeah, you're right, it is a black hole. <laughs> so he was wrong, but he did. I what he, the wager was. I know, there. right? <laughs> and to this day, it remains the most studied astronomical object. Mm-hmm. Next, we have Messer 87. Messer 87, if that's how they pronounce, I'm sorry, Stephen Hawking, if it's not. <laughs> Miser 87 is a supermassive black hole located at the center of the Messer 87 galaxy. What makes this black hole so special, besides the fact that it's fucking ginormous, <laughs> is that it was the first black hole ever photographed. I think oh. it, I, you don't remember. I remember a couple of years ago when they were like, we finally have a picture of a black hole, and it was yeah. like, kill mm. big news. No? no, I don't remember that. No! Oh. <laughs> well, the photo was taken by the Event Horizon Telescope. Get it? Oh. Event Horizon. Ooh. And scientists compiled the photographic data back in 2017 and published it on April 10th, 2019. Hmm. So, uh, 100 years after Einstein predicted black holes, we got a picture of one. That's crazy to think yeah. about. An updated photo was published March 24th, 2021. And in this one, you can see the curvature of the magne- magnetic fields around the black hole. Oh, okay. Which is then going to bring us to Sagittarius A-star. Sagittarius in the house. <clears throat> yeah, okay. Sagittarius <laughs> Sagittarius A-star is another supermassive black hole that lies at the galactic center of the Milky Way galaxy. Hmm. If you are unaware, we live in the Milky Way galaxy. Just making sure. Oh, I was very unaware. I think I said I said <laughs> earlier our sun's not a black hole. Like we're in a we're in like a what are we called? We're I don't know. S- Earth? <laughs> no. <laughs> we're like, a, we're in the Milky Way galaxy, but we're only one system. Okay. There's like other systems in this galaxy. There's yep. just so much. I can't even. What's a system? Track. That's a planet or no? We're, we're like the solar system with the sun. So ah. there's other solar systems in the galaxy. Oh. There's I just so much. I get, them all, I get them confused. <laughs> so you're here to learn and we're just throwing everything at you, I guess. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> but. Anyway, on May 12th, 2022, so a month ago, scientists unveiled the first photo of Sagittarius A-star. And you're probably wondering how scientists managed to get a photo of a black hole at the center of another galaxy before our own. That's just how fucking large the Miser 87 is. That's crazy. I was about to say, how are there pictures... The way they do it is they use this telescope and they take photos from all over the world and they Mm. kind of put them together to form it. But can you imagine being able to take a picture of something? Like, they're hard to find because you can't really see them unless you see the ring of light around them. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that fucking crazy? That is very interesting for sure. I know. That's fucking nuts. And now I just thought this would be fun to have little quotes from some of our homies who I'm sure if y'all haven't heard of them... 
Get to reading. You <laughs> definitely need to read a book. Um, mm-hmm. The first one we're, I'll talk about is Stephen Hawking. If you don't know who Stephen Hawking is. Get he, out of Bigfoot's cave and come read a book. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Bigfoot's on the ranch now. So. Oh, that's right. Sorry, yeah. I forgot. He was a British theoretical physicist, cosmologist, and author. He's the famous scientist who was in a wheelchair and spoke through a computer because he had ALS. He passed away in March 2018 at 76, and he really brought so much attention to modern science. When people say, name a scientist, they're like Stephen Hawking. Yeah. And here are some of his quotes. In space, no one can hear you scream, and in a black hole, no one can see you disappear. (laughs) God damn! God damn, Stephen Hawking. All right, dude. He was so funny. So this next one, um, this is another quote from one of his uh, books, I believe. He said, if you fall towards a black hole feet first, gravity will pull harder on your feet than your head because they are nearer to the black hole. The result is you will be stretched out longwise and squashed in sideways. If the black hole has a mass of a few times our sun, you would be torn apart and made into spaghetti before you reach the horizon. <laughs> However, if you fell into a much larger black hole, like let's say the supermassive, mm. with a mass of a million times the sun, you would reach the horizon without difficulty. So if you want to explore the inside of a black hole, choose a big one. <laughs> I think I would be too scared to even. Well, I you'd be dead. Even, like you would. Exactly. Ne- nobody would ever know what happens because once you go in, that's it. You're not ever going to be you seen. You can't again. send anything out. Like that's it. <laughs> you fall in one, pick right. a big one. I guess. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm right there with you, Stephen. I got gotcha. you. Thanks. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to talk about Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh shit! If you haven't heard of him, he really needs need to, to get on YouTube. To get on YouTube. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> So your boy comes with some sick credentials. He is an American astrophysicist, planetary scientist, author, and science communicator. Some of his quotes, because I got to watch some of his videos, which just, mm, chef's kiss. (laughs) One of his quotes was, imagine warping space and time in such a way that you can cut a portal from your location in space and emerge in another location in space. And then... So I think that was more about wormholes warm because there's two different, right? So there's yeah, wormholes like, and black holes are, lot, are different. Yeah, I know like in movies, they could, like it's synonymous, but they're mm-hmm. actually two different things. Yeah, because mm-hmm. like I think it is if you go into a black hole, you're basically spaghetti and dead. Yes. <laughs> but, but a, a wormhole, wormhole is supposed to maybe pop you out yes. in another spot, like, mm-hmm. a, like a portal. Yeah. Another of his quotes on wormholes is, the wormholes, which we can describe on paper, but we don't really know how to make them. If we did know how to make them, we would be able to know how to keep them open. Equations show that they are unstable and you might step inside of it and it might collapse down on top of you. And who knows whether that's a good thing or not, but probably not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, okay, you're probably right. (laughs) Yeah, right. Another quote is a black hole is a region of space within which light doesn't come out. Nothing comes out. If you fall in, you don't come out. (laughs) And my favorite of all time was... So you kind of want to avoid black holes really at, like, all costs. (laughs) I'm like, thank you. I think you're right, sir. Right? Oh, my gosh. But uh, next I have Kip Thorne, and you might not have heard of Kip Thorne. He's probably the least known out of the four we're going to talk about today. But he was the theoretical physicist who consulted on Interstellar and gave Christopher Nolan a really hard time. (laughs) Like, a really hard. I I think one point I read that... They wanted to do something like travel faster than the speed of light, and for mm-hmm. two weeks, Kip Thorne was like, "This is not science. Like, you, this is impossible." Right? Yeah. And Christopher Nolan wanted to do it, but for two weeks, he was like, "No, no, no." And finally, Nolan was like, "All right, 
fine. We're not my doing God it. Damn, We're not doing it. it. Thanks for ruining my movie. <laughs> He's like, keep it real, dog. Right. John Wheeler, um, who I talked about earlier, who coined the term black holes, that was Kip's mentor at Princeton. Oh, shit. And Kip Thorne also won the Nobel Prize in physics in 2017. So he's a smart guy. Yeah. And he wrote a book called Black Holes and Time Warps, Einstein's Outrageous Legacy that had a foreword written by Stephen Hawking. And like I said earlier, he had that bet that he won (laughs) against Stephen Hawking. That's so cool to me. Like, they're just Right. You could just walk around and be like, yeah, I bet Stephen Hawking about black holes and I won. And um, I thought an interesting quote, which kind of like talks about everything. Um, In the beginning of the prologue, he says, Of all the conceptions of the human mind, from unicorns to gargoyles to the hydrogen bomb, the most fantastic, perhaps, is the black hole. A hole in space with a definite edge into which anything can fall and out of which nothing can escape. A hole with a gravitational force so strong that even light is caught and held in its grip. A hole that curves space and warps time. Like unicorns and gargoyles, black holes seem more at home in the realms of science fiction and ancient myth than in the real universe. Nonetheless, well-tested laws of physics predict firmly that black holes exist. In our galaxy alone, there may be millions, but their darkness hides them from view. Astronomers have great difficulty finding them. I love that quote. Right? Interesting. It kind of just tells you everything. Like, people don't, we, we can't see it, we know all this stuff, but they're out there. Like Bigfoot. Ghost. <laughs> or Bigfoot. Oh, or any yeah. other cryptid. Especially Mothman. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I don't know. So the next one up, we got Bill Nye. Boo! 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 Bill boo. Nye, the, the science, science guy. guy. <laughs> I was so excited to see I was assigned Mr. Nye. Yeah. I was like, take me back to the 90s, early 2000s, set in class, they'd roll in that old school ass TV and turn Mm. on some Bill, and you know you weren't doing shit for the next little bit, but listening to Bill Nye's golden mouth spew words. (laughs) (laughs) I got so excited. So originally I tried, so I googled Bill Nye's quotes on black holes. Mm -hmm. Um, Right. But of course, the only thing I could find is a more recent video that he did where a little girl wrote in to ask him about black holes, which is super cute. But I did find an old show from the night, you know, the old Bill yeah. Nye, the original one. If you don't know who Bill Nye is, don't <laughs> just, listen to us. Yeah, really. <laughs> like you're I mean, just too young. out of here. You're too young. You can't sit with us. Just get out. <laughs> just get out of here. Yeah, on Wednesdays, we listen to Bill Nye. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I watched one of his older uh, episodes, and it was, you know, one on space, and I was like, you know, vibing, loving it, mm. reliving some childhood memories. Not once did this man's mention black hole. I was like, are you? <laughs> are you going to talk about space and not mention black holes? I know. I say it for a half an hour, granted, magical half an hour, but come on, Bill. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but in the video where he answers a little girl's question, a few of his quotes, uh, one of them being, the way I like to describe a black hole, it's a star. Now, when you and I think of stars, we think of the sun, which is giving off light. The other thing about the sun to keep in mind is that it has a lot of gravity because it's huge and everything that has mass, everything that would weigh something here on Earth has gravity. The exact origin of gravity and where it comes from is still not fully understood. A black hole is a star so big that even light cannot escape it because it has so much gravity. One of Einstein's discoveries was that gravity changes the path of light. It can bend light, and it's not just in our everyday experience. When we're in a room like this, there is not nearly enough gravity to bend light or enough to measure, especially with the human eye. One of my favorites was him on, was him on falling into a black hole. <laughs> 
when you fall into a black hole, first of all, you don't want to do that. <laughs> I was like, you right, boo. <laughs> because the difference of the gravity between your feet and your head is so powerful that it would stretch you until you were really, really thin, as thin of a piece, as thin as a piece of spaghetti. Uh, and I don't want to shock you, but that would be really bad. Yeah. <laughs> Literally that, that's what Stephen Hawking said, and that's the term for it. They call yeah. it spaghettification. I thought that was actually a term. Okay. That's that's the term, or the or it's called like the noodle effect. Okay. <laughs> I like it. I think it's great. I, I just love that he's like it'd be really bad. That's honestly why like people think like science and all this stuff. They think it's all like blah blah blah. Here's a bunch of words I don't understand, but mm-hmm. like the scientists we've talked about, they make it so easy to, to understand. understand, and they make it fun. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like I was sitting sure. there watching YouTube videos, and I was like, "What? Like, like oh, this is great spaghettification." <laughs> That's I, a word? I love it. And he, you know, went on to say, I'm, I'm not going to direct quote here, but, you know, just paraphrase. He talked about how in movies, they love to take this and run with it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, well, you can jump through a black hole with force, you know, with a force, <laughs> whatever. God damn it. The force, not Star Wars. Oh, light speed. Light speed. There you go. And he's like, they just love to do that. But obviously that's not something that you yes. do. That ain't happening. Yeah, not yeah. real life, dog. Yeah. Speaking of, like, movies and stuff, we, we brought up a couple. The big one for me was Interstellar. They have both a wormhole and a black hole in that oh. movie, and I can't believe you haven't seen it. It's honestly probably one of my top ten favorite movies. I remember the movie poster. I saw it in the IMAX, dude. It was sick. I bet that was crazy. Oh, it was sick. <laughs> uh, but in the movie, um, they travel through a... The Earth is dying, so they found that somebody, aliens, but, spoiler, I mean, this movie came out almost 10 years ago. I was going to say, you can spoil yeah. alert me, it's fine. <laughs> People from the future sent, like, because we're so advanced in the future, sent the wormhole back for them to go through to find a new solar system. Okay. And in the center of the solar system is a massive black hole. It's called, like, Gargantua. Ah. And the, they had to develop new technology to even, like, be able to make it. Right. And it's scientifically the most accurate depiction of a black hole ever in okay. movies. Okay. Well, that's because that guy was in his ear. Yeah, exactly. Mr. He was, like, was yelling at him, this. like, yeah, he actually, quit fucking around. He used, they actually like, got with Kip Thorne and did all the equations and stuff, so it was accurate. Okay, And yeah. it's it's interesting because they go to land on one planet, and they're like, because it was so close to the black hole, you have the time dilation, so an hour on there is seven years on Earth. Okay. Isn't that not, like, and that's really how hmm. it would work. That's crazy. And it's all gravity. Like, what? what is gravity? I don't know. I, but, dude, yeah. I don't it's know. It's nuts. <laughs> I, I'm not a scientific person at all. So. Yeah. And then when you when you had mentioned Supernova earlier, if you watched the newest Star Trek, like the first one out of the three that came out with like mm-hmm. Chris Pine and Zachary Quinto, um, Spock, he was like, there was a supernova happening and I mm-hmm. went in to create a black hole and that's what he got sucked through. Oh. Okay. Even though you wouldn't get sucked through a black, you'd get sucked through a wormhole, not yeah, a black hole. Exactly. But yeah, and then you got black hole sun. Won't you come? <laughs> yeah, by Soundgarden, I was like, oh, R.I.P. Chris. Like that was just his death. Yeah. Was, that hit me hard. It was sad. And we just seen them play at Soundgarden because he had other oh. bands, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Oh God, that hit me hard. Okay. <laughs> and then there's actually a song by Rush. It's actually two songs oh. by that's just called Cygnus X Dash One. And it's about them in space. You know, coming from Rush, I'm not surprised. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm gonna say they're uh, they're an interesting yep. band for sure. Exactly. Yeah. So I threw a few in here. We got Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah. The Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch. I'm sorry. From our last episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doctor Who. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, I've Blank. seen that. Mm-hmm. You know, even though I've never seen it, that is something that they speak about in the show. Yeah. Stargate. When was there a black hole in Stargate? I don't know. It was just on my list of one of them, so I've never seen Stargate. They so. traveled through a portal. I mean, maybe they considered, maybe they that, considered that, that a black hole or a, or a worm. I Movies, it would technically be a wormhole, not a black yeah. hole. Yeah, stop, stop fucking with us. We know stop. now. We know. We know the difference. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Event Horizon, which I have seen. It's been a really long time, but I know I've watched it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Theory of Everything, which that's, was about that's Stephen, Stephen Hawking. Hawking. Mm-hmm. That was such a good movie. Eddie Redmayne won the Oscar for his role as Stephen Hawking wow. in that movie. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. I'm sure he w- did really well. That I only caught pieces of it going into the theater oh, while so I was playing. Good. It was amazing. Stephen mm-hmm. Hawking was a bit of a player. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Get it. Yeah. I mean, he got it. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he got it. Yeah. So on one of the lists, I've seen The Man of Steel, and I think... You know, the newer Superman, not newer. It's not. Yeah. But I don't. I feel like. I don't really remember. I was reading on it and there was a part where he said he went through with, what was the evil guy in that one? I don't know. I don't I remember his name. The one where all. he snaps his neck. What? You love that guy. Yeah, I love Henry Cavill. It doesn't mean I like that movie. <laughs> Fine, whatever. Anyways, that was on there. I threw in Doctor Strange because, I mean, <laughs> he's creating wormholes, right? Because he's. But it's not a black hole. But we're talking about wormholes, too, so I can, I'm throwing it You're in there. You're talking about wormholes. I'm, I'm not talking about black holes. I'm talking about wormholes, and I'm saying Doctor Strange goes through some wormholes. <laughs> <laughs> and Star Wars, they also go through wormholes because they jump through with light speed, through the stars. I don't know. Well, Kip Thorne would be pissed because you can't travel as fast as light. He would, so why didn't he scream at George Lucas as well? Because <laughs> they, they did not care about being scientifically accurate like Christopher Nolan did. Speaking of scientifically accurate, have you ever seen that? YouTube series where they no. like scientifically accurate Spider-Man. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, you should watch that. Anyway, oh, Lord, <laughs> I learned a lot from this episode. I will say that I never realized that black holes and wormholes and stuff like that, like they're not the same. <laughs> yeah, not the same. That they really exist, and like there's so much scientific scientific shit behind them. I am not a scientist, so don't look at me before this. But yeah, thank you for uh, enlightening me, though, because there was a lot of stuff I did not know. Can- I know people like imagine going to a black hole, but it doesn't matter because even if you went in one, no one, you can't get anything out. Yeah, no like, one's gonna no. know. You can't go back you can't and be send like anything out. Like I became eat- spaghetti. I'm a ramen noodle in here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a ramen noodle. No, you don't know because it's yeah. just the gravity. It would just crush you down. Into, yeah, and you can't even like send radio waves back. Like you can't do anything if yeah, light can't just, escape. That's it. Yeah, like yeah. nothing's nothing's faster. You're than never speed getting of light. out, dog. Yeah, you're so out. So be careful up there in space. Mm. <laughs> don't be a rocket man. You gotta be there for Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> I can't believe you've never seen Interstellar. It's so good. No. What was the other one where he was stuck on the planet? <sighs> Matthew McConaughey was it Tom Cruise stuck on a planet? No. Where he's stuck on the planet and he takes shit and grows plants. Oh, you're hearing about The Martian. Yes, that one. So Does that, that the book, The mm-hmm. Martian, mm-hmm. same author as who did this project, Hail Mary, I'm reading. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, isn't that- Neat coincidence, yeah. And this is becoming a movie with Ryan Gosling. I love him. I love yeah. him so much. Like, no. Can we talk no. about the Barbie movie for one second? Oh, God, I've oh. seen the pictures. God, I'm like, please get out. Why? Like, just stop why? it. I mean, I love, I love Margot Robbie, I but love why? So I love him, but I don't know. Yeah. I'm kind of. I just. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think I'd ever needed to see that, and I'm I still d- think still don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't need that. <laughs> Anyways, black back to black holes. Did you learn? You know more. I learned like that? so much. Like, 
that, what was that your is not like a knowledge extent of knowledge before this. I thought it was just like, well, watching Interstellar, like up to my knowledge until watching Interstellar, you think it's just like a 2D hole mm-hmm. in the space. You don't really think of it as like a sphere. Right. Well, watching Interstellar, I was like, oh. And then when you go and like read, the, like you learn that, oh shit, this is really what a black hole looks like. And you're like, oh. Oh, damn it's kind of chill yeah <laughs> like it really like there's planets around it it doesn't like suck it like you have to go to it until right. you have to get to where its gravity is and that's when it like sucks you in and then you're dead i think i can think of a few people who i throw into a black hole i know that 100 <laughs> percent. i know a lot of things i would throw into the black hole that's the ultimate how to get rid of a body black oh hole. <laughs> where are these micro black holes when you need one? right are they floating around in here i got some where work. are you where are you got some karma to be yeah uh, right shit <laughs> passed out but i don't know i think space is just so cool it is, and uh, during uh, the Bill Nye episode I watched from the you know the older one where he didn't discuss black holes at all. <laughs> Damn it, Bill Nye! <laughs> he uh, went to there was you know back in the day they had the NASA camp where mm-hmm. kids would go and train as astronauts. And That's I was so like, cool. man. I wonder if any of them actually went to space. Like I don't know. they were real like die hard. Like I want to yeah. actually be an astronaut and stuff. And that you know they do the training and everything. Yeah. I'm like, why doesn't stuff like that still exist? A because. NASA's not like I don't think is it government funded I don't think so maybe it is know. I don't know you got the Space Force apparently you just gotta go work with fucking <laughs> Trump or Elon Musk apparently yeah well because I just I just don't think they have I mean they have like the International Space Station mm-hmm. and this is what I was saying the other day I was like why aren't we going to the moon again like right like there's nothing there I'm like still that'd be fucking cool like it we've got the technology to do so much more why aren't we doing it I Why are we letting the stupid ass billionaires do we, it? Yeah, exactly. We should be able to get a fair price ticket. <laughs> I want to go to space. Moon. Like, goddamn. Why is Elon Musk and William Shatner the only fuckers that get to go? Like, yeah. <laughs> I was talking the other day at Allie. I was like, if the billionaires, you know, they're billionaires. We get it. Yeah. We fucking get it. If you guys all want to get together and do like one space thing, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And then maybe, you know, like help the rest of the world. Yeah. But still have your fun space thing, you know. Yeah. That'd be cool. Because I think it'd be cool. I mean, I don't have money to build a rocket ship, but I want to see one go up there. That's kind of cool. What? I just don't want y'all spending all this money out your ass when you could be helping the earth. Yeah. Like you could do so much more for us, guy. Like. Yeah. What was the name of the rocket that he first put into space, Elon Musk? What, the penis-looking one? No, yeah. that, was, that was Amazon. I was going to say it's computer noises, but that's his son's name. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 90s dial-up noises, uh, that's his <laughs> son's <laughs> name. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I actually seen that. Did you see it? Like, if you so. went out when they were talking, because I was following it, I actually seen it. Oh, go up. Good. It was. I wish I could have seen it more clear, but I seen it. And I was like, that's "That cool. is I actually stuff really like fucking cool." Yeah. It was. I had a few other neighbors out there. I'm like, "Oh, fellow nerds!" What they up? had to go send their uh, rover <laughs> to Mars. Yeah. <laughs> with his car. Mm-hmm. Yep. They gotta go get that little charging station for they the curiosity. Go, you know, a little curiosity's up there by himself. He's like, "I need power, help." help. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not like we'd ever get near a black hole. They're so far away. Yeah, that's true. <sighs> what do you think? How would you feel if? we were able to actually inhabit another planet, would you want to? Would you leave Earth, like, let's say Mars, like it was a place where you could sustain, live, be, would you? Probably not, because it'd probably cost, like, a billion dollars. Well, okay, say it was, <laughs> like, cheap. Say it's like Wally. We destroyed Earth so bad, we have to go to a second planet. I don't know. Have you ever, you, have you ever watched The Expanse? No. Mm-mm. Damn. Yeah. I'm Damn. sorry. <laughs> 
Well, they have in that show, there's people on Earth, which is like, you know, it doesn't have the resources it has, but that's where, like, they're like, I'm the shit, like, I'm Earth, you right. know? And then they have people on Mars, but they can't really grow much, but they have, like, a colony, like, there's, like, life on Mars, and then people live on, like, asteroids and stuff, and it's, like, a whole Civil War thing, yeah. Interesting. Really I good. think I would actually leave Earth, depending on who left here as well to go there. Now, if someone that... <laughs> now, if... <laughs> if there was a fuck ton of things I didn't want and people I didn't like, I would just I would, probably stay here and be like, yeah. fuck it. Yeah, y'all can go up to the, the red planet. Yeah, like have fun. I'll <laughs> we'll be down We'll stay here. on the blue planet. Yeah, just leave all your money and fancy cars and stuff. Just yeah, and we'll go just away. hang out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's actually quite weird now that I brought up The Expanse because there's a spaceship in it. It's called the Rosinante. Mm. And in that Rush song, they talk about Rosinante. Fucking Rush, man. It's like a horse or something from some Don Quixote or something but I was like what I don't know I don't fucking know we're just going right down the rabbit hole yeah we are just okay live we're doing it live (laughs) we went right into the wormhole right, we we are getting sucked into the black hole (laughs) I'm gonna be spaghetti spaghettification Hopefully I'm delicious. Oh, God. <laughs> Deliciously bloody. Oh, yeah. And dead. That's that red sauce's blood. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> what would you think is the most interesting thing you learned about black holes? Probably the whole differences between them. So, like, you know, the three different kinds and how they grow and merge and, and just eat each other, basically, yeah. and become one whole. That's very interesting to me. That they just kind of float along and suck each other in and just... <laughs> I thought it's crazy how, like, it affects time. That, too. Gravity and time. I, I still don't weird. really understand the concept, but that's pretty crazy how, like, there's more gravity and then time and I, I don't know. It is strange. Oh, you know what? Speaking of the pop culture thing, Umbrella Academy, when... Is it five? Is that his name? When he disappears? I mean, maybe he, he had to have went into, like, a wormhole or something, you know, because he was gone, and he said he was gone. And he aged, supposedly, like, re- a lot, but it only Did been you a few wa- years here. When is I it? didn't watch the ending of it. I'm still on season one, so don't you, don't you do uh, it. <laughs> I was going to say season three. Oh, my God. Zachary was watching the other day. I was like, turn it on. Season three. There might be something in it. Okay, well. So That's why smart. I didn't mention it. And it, I was so like, smart. I don't know when this episode's coming out. So I was like, oh. Okay, Even though, that's fair. Yeah, all right. We'll talk all about right. it the next time because I'll be caught up by then. <laughs> yeah, and then we'll be a little bit. People would have had time to watch it, but yeah. Yeah. I don't want to ruin it. I was going to talk about Stranger Things. Uh, have you watched the newer seasons? Yeah, I finished it. Don't say nothing because I don't know. I think I accidentally seen a spoiler alert and I almost threw my phone through a wall. Oh my god, you need to watch it. It's <laughs> so good. It's it's the best season. I'm not ready to cry. I was going to say so the far, best season. This season is my fucking favorite. I love it. Eddie and Argyle are my favorite fucking characters and. Murray, mm. just the way he steps up this season is my favorite. Like the first thing. one, I was like, "All right, I can watch this." The second one, I was like, "I don't know if I can watch this. This is not that good." And then the third one, I was like, "All right, I'll give yep. it a chance." And this mm-hmm. one, I'm like, "Whoa, this right. is the best one!" If <laughs> yeah. I had to rate it, it goes four, one, one three, three, then two. two. I fucking hated two. I hated it was, that. I was like, "Damn!" Dis- they could have they could have like took that whole plot line out. Uh, yeah, it really was unnecessary. Actually, all right. Anyway. We're- <laughs> Sorry, Once again, guys. going down the rabbit hole. That's what our show is about. You're welcome. But we hope you learned something about black holes, and I want to know something that you did learn. Yeah, just I want to know up. what your most interesting thing is that you've learned from yeah, this. Yeah, what you thought, or if you, you know, went and researched more, you learned some other things, and you can enlighten us. We'd love to hear it. If anybody else has a bet with Stephen Hawking, let yeah. me know. Come out, come out the woodwork, because that's cool. 
that is a cool thing to be able to Hell have. Yeah, that's like crazy. to say, just whip right? it out at any party. Mm. I would be. <laughs> but anyway, I have a black hole to visit, <laughs> and I have a wormhole to visit. So, <laughs> oh, <got you. laughs> so we're gonna call it a night or morning when this comes out. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So yeah, <laughs> we hope you guys enjoyed learning about black holes, and we will see you next Wednesday. Bye. Bye.